Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the special edition of the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Not really anything special. It's just we're podcasting on my birthday. I know. Podcasting on his birthday. Two years um, in a row. It, yeah, I know. It's pretty epic. Yeah. We, uh, we haven't done an episode of us to let you guys know what's been going on with us for a long time, so we wanted to sneak this in, and then we'll get into the regular scheduled bullshit uh, after some of this bullshit, so here we go. <laughs> All right, we got a bunch to cover in this episode. We're going to get through the partners real quick uh, so we can get into the de- the deets. So, start off with Ingram's outdoor obsession. We've been hinting huge news to him. He has went full-time taxidermy. Um, 100%, that is his life now. That is his job. Turnaround time's going to go up. He's picking up a bunch of new species he's going to be mounting. Epic news for Ingram. Couldn't be happier for him. Super excited. Dude, there's a giant spider on the wall by you. Bro. Kill that. Kill that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Brief intermission for a spider kill. Anyways, huge shout-out to Ingram's Outdoor Obsession going uh, full-time. We're super excited. You just take your shoe off, bro? What do you want me to do? Oh, Ow! Uh, got him. I got him. You got, he got him. All right, back Double to tap. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Embry Custom Woodworking bought their own. We've been hitting big news from them, too. They bought their own sh- uh, shop 
in Roseville, Illinois. So they are going to actually have a storefront for the call company. Huge for him. Business is booming for him right now. Couldn't be happier for Jeff. He puts out a great product. Um, super proud to be partnered with this. Them two guys. Um, a lot going on for them. Uh, VIP. There's a lot of stuff go working on VIP right now. Mm-hmm. We've be, we been getting some hints at what's going on. Super excited for Matt. He's been putting in an absolute ton of work on everything that he's been doing. Um, we've been seeing a ton of people buying five packs, six packs on social media. Um, shout out to that. You are supporting a veteran-made, American, 100% American-made product. So shout out to you. I know it's hard to do that with a lot of products in the hunting industry because of the price, but the veterans still American-made and being at a pretty reasonable price compared to other brands that aren't American-made. So hit him with a VIP veteran broadhead shout-out. This week's VIP veteran broadhead shout-out is Raymond Otavi. He was a machinist in the Navy for four years, and I believe he was stationed in San Diego. So Raymond, uh, we appreciate your service to this country and uh, you being a machinist. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate all your service. Um, from all of us, Whitetail Legacy, the VIP family, and Matt and Cindy. All right. That's Sitlock. We got Sitlock. Yep. We forgot them on the back burner. So, been having some guys down south talking to us. They've been wanting to know what to get for the warm weather. So, they, they just came out with a new suit mm-hmm. last year, but I think the Savannah Rain suit is the one that the, the southern boys are going to want, correct? Yeah. Yep. So, we got... We got Paul from Georgia. He's been messaging us. He's thinking about getting a Savannah Rain. Um, I was telling about some of the the deets on that. Um, they have they have you covered for late season, early season down south. We don't get that warm, so I, I run the tactic suit all year, so uh, I'm able to do that. But down there in Georgia, that wouldn't that wouldn't fly no, very good. Absolutely so. not. When uh, they, when they say you know the temperature range on on their clothing, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. They, they pretty nail cool. it. Yeah, they nail good. it. All right, let's get into the show. We got, we had, I don't know how many episodes it's been, but it's been a long time. Yeah, we've I know had we've done so six much, of the legends. So much going on. Uh, bad news, good news, fun times, but um, let's, what uh, do you want to start out with? I was just going to ask you, uh, do you want to cover that at the beginning, or what you do you want to do? hit him with a big one right at the beginning? Well, yeah, we can. We'll get the okay. bad stuff out of the way. We're, we're all about, we're all about happy times over here at the Legacy, but uh we have lost our lease. We have lost the freeze lease, the lease that I've hunted the last four or five years. Um, epic memories on that piece. We have to have all the stands off by middle of July. It has sold. Um, we're not making enough money off the podcast to buy land at this time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it has sold, but uh, a lot of people will be down and out about it. But I'm, we got a lot of other stuff going on we'll talk about here. Um, I'm staying positive. Uh, I'll kill bucks somewhere else. You know, it's just I had the emotional attachment with that place. A lot of history. Killed freeze on it. Killed three other solid bucks on it with a bow. You know, just had a really good run. And um, it's sad that it's ending, but it's going to be, I think it hit me when I'm pulling the stands. Like when you set in that, you're going to be setting in that tree for the last time. Yeah. Like when you sit down in that stand, that's your last sit ever. So like last year was our last sits like when you kill that doe late season that's the mm-hmm. last year you ever shoot off that right you know what i mean so so sad times but like i said staying positive um we already put the work in to get some other stuff and i hate to call people out so i'm not going to but it's a struggle to get ground because of not the landowners but because of other people which is sad um 
some people have a lot of ground and they don't like to share it. That's all I'm saying. You know, when you get permission from the landowner, but other people, the people that just got on it last year and did really hunt it. Oh, I'm going to be all over that this year, but like, you, you have 4,000 other acres to hunt. I can understand if you're paying for everything. Yeah. Like if you're paying for it, then cool. You know, you reserve that right. But mm -hmm. if you just have permission on it, like, yeah. And I'm the landowner the gives thing me permission, doing. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And then you're like, oh no, that's not going to work. So me being the way I am, I just kind of back down, let it fly. And, uh, like I said, I'll shoot deer other places. So we will no longer be talking about the lease. Uh, it is gone, but we have the we have Booner Motel. You mm -hmm. want to dive in on there? Talk a little bit about Booner Motel. I don't even know what's going on with it, so I, you just have to keep rolling. <laughs> well, you know, we we burnt the grass off, and uh, I took care of the migrating birds from Mexico. Yeah, took care of the birdhouses out there. So I had this plan where it's homie's birthday, and we were going to plant a food plot tomorrow and i took care of the costs and everything and i was going to surprise him that was his birthday present it was just a birthday plot so i'm like who on the face of the earth has got a birthday for or a food plot for their birthday so i was like well no one but i'm gonna do it you know and then we got a couple snapchat groups and <laughs> wires got crossed and i sent a snap out about me out there spraying and uh <laughs> it actually they got to homie so then you're he, like this is going to be the tree we're going to try to kill out of or we could do this tree but if we do this one they can slide through the backside and we won't be able to get a shot and then then next thing i know cody's calling me and i hadn't even looked at the video because i was working i gotta like if someone knows how to delete a snapchat out there they should dm <laughs> us because that would be some stat some stat info to have because i messaged the group i was like is there any way to delete this because <laughs> i didn't even know i did it until they messaged me like oh you sent it to the wrong snap i'm like ah Oh man, but uh, but yeah, well, we're planting a little over an acre of beans, probably close to an acre and a half. Uh, we're gonna do some corn and milo around the edge, give a plot screen from the road. It's not by the road, but you can see like the top half of it from the road pretty fairly good in late season. Yeah, it's like 300, 400 yards from the road. So but... it's all CRP and a little creek draw, but we're gonna hopefully. We had a ton of bucks daylight and like there last year. Me and homie could have definitely had opportunities to kill. Nice deer last year if we would have been there. So we're not out of the game on hunting the private, you know, at all with that piece. Mm -hmm. And then you still have your piece potentially down south. That's still kind of rocky. You're not 100% yeah. sure. They did a bunch of bulldozing and cleaning down there, so you're not sure how it's going to be. Yeah. But that would be interesting to see. But <clears throat> So we're putting the food plot in tomorrow. We're recording this. We're putting it in tomorrow. And – uh Big shout out to everybody that's helping us on that. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Get homie out there tomorrow and get to absorb his birthday present. Yeah, that'd so be pretty cool. I got him in on the planting and the tilling, but I did the spraying and the planting and the buying stuff and all that. But um, the landowner's really cool helping us out with the food plot. Um, we're going to throw some tactics on there, make some mock scrapes. We had Bucks daylighting early season, the first cold front on scrapes last year. That's going to be a major key, and then it's going to be hunting the draw going to that food plot um, during the rut So and uh, playing the wind off that plot and then hunting the plot late season with the wagon blind, which is a uh, quarter way done. <laughs> I mean, the floor's in it. It just so. has something else we got going on. Yeah, so I got the wagon blind, the auger wagon blind. I'm turning an old grain cart into a deer blind so we can have a really nice place to do all-day sits, stay warm, film out of do some muzzleloader hunts, some shotgun hunts, bow hunts over that plot. Um, so we're going to tuck it up into some big giant cedar trees. Got perfect access for it. Anything that's west or south 
or east, as long as it's not straight north, yeah, we're pretty good. Right. So there's a lot of opportunity to hunt that. I'm excited to try that thing where like late season where it's been cold, 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 and you get that warm up and then you get that south wind. If we mm-hmm. can slip in there and hunt those beans on that warm up and, you know, then we'll have the corn and the milo also to give them a little bit of variety, which also, and then help us screen us getting in. They also. just got to know it's there so they can be there late season. Yeah. Because like we burned that 14 acres, mm-hmm. didn't find one shed. Yeah. So I just think like you said, either the first snow or shortly after the rut, all the deer just leave. Mm -hmm. So one, yeah, we're trying to help them stick around on that piece later in the year, but they got to know it's there so that they do stay around, Mm -hmm. you know? I feel like they got everything they need there besides the food. So they got the water, they got nice cover, the cedars, uh, that thick creek jaw, the CRP. So they have opportunities for bedding, but they just don't have the food. Once those farmers pick... And they, they can feed for a while, and then it's probably pretty dry, and they need to head south to get into the big oak timbers and stuff mm-hmm. to where they can actually get some some acorns or some, you know, some low-hanging fruit that's easier to get. Right. But So we got that popping. Um, I also picked up a – what do you want to call it? Is it urban public, or what do you – what would you call that? Um <laughs> I thought we were going suburban. Suburban. Yeah, suburban's better. It's like, yeah. it's, but it's public. It's open to 50 people. You just have to be a member of the area. Oh, they capped that at 50? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. might change this. Well, yeah. Thing, yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, it's capped at 50 people. It's not a ton of acreage. Um, a lot of does on it. I'm excited to get out there, run some cams, see what we got. So I'm going to have a big focus on that when the weather's not right. We're still going to try to keep the pressure off Boonertown being our only private piece that we have now besides homies that's an hour and a half away. Um, and I, how many times did you hunt down there last year? Not very many. Uh, four. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not – it's just so far, and there's so many yeah. other guys. That's pretty much public down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like 15 guys hunting yeah. it. Yeah. It's a big piece, but you get 15, 20 guys. That's just like hunting a public well, it, piece. You yeah, know? and two-thirds of it is field. Yeah, so so there's not a lot of timber for 15 guys being no. trampling around. And uh, so we got that going, but I'm excited about the urban piece or suburban piece. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. There's just a lot of houses, a lot of mm-hmm. houses and uh, certain areas that you can't hunt, can't hunt. Um, I'm excited to dive in and figure that place out. I know there's giants out there. It's, and you, you have know, to shoot a doe first. You have to shoot a doe first, yep. So it's a management area. Oh, God. Phone. Um, but uh, we are, homie, you want to cover, uh, what do we? What else do we got? Uh, I got the. Legend support? Yeah. Okay, you cover that. I'm, this is my wife calling. Oh. I got I to catch okay. this real quick. All right. Um, so we are doing this episode just to kind of catch you guys up. And we have been doing the Legends of the Series. <laughs> Legends of the Woods series, and uh, we kind of put a poll up and asked you guys, you know, what you wanted to listen to, if you wanted to keep it going, if you wanted us to stop and switch it up. We do have a couple other mini-series um, that we're lining up, so we're going to do a few more of the Legends um, series, but as we said on social when we asked you guys, um, we do have more than what we want to do, so... I think our plan is to do these next few, and then we're going to switch it up. Um, we're probably going to integrate our next two series, do one one week and do the other one week. That way we're not hitting you like we did here with the Legends, just week after week with it. Um, 
I'm not saying it's not that interesting, but it's not like a couple of these 200 inch plus deer, you know, week after week. I think we could roll with those for a while, but um, our next series, we're just going to um, do one one week, do the other the next, and just kind of alternate them back and forth. And then I think when season rolls around, we're going to kind of uh, get back to our, our normal normal episodes and then we'll throw in our season recaps here and there kind of what we're seeing what we're doing if somebody's got a buck or not so um just wanted to thank everybody for reaching out to us and you know supporting us for doing that legend series you know we've really enjoyed it um we got people saying that they're learning stuff and a few tactics here and there with it so definitely appreciate the support on that and um looking forward to rolling them in you know whenever whenever we get get another one after we get through the ones we got now so yeah we got a couple more lined up uh but you know they've been a blast like homie said and uh we got more people wanting to come on so we're going to keep rolling them in did you talk about the other couple series that we were thinking about doing i said that we're probably just going to do one and then we'll flip to the other one yeah and we'll we'll go back and forth with them um i said that we're going to do a couple more of the legends right now and then we'll get back into the other two that we got lined up and then when season rolls around we'll just go back to our normal and then um we'll throw in some legends here and there nice all right well yeah we appreciate the support from that listen numbers are up uh quite a bit so we appreciate all you guys listening clicking that like button commenting um let's talk about the turkey video <laughs> the what the turkey video <laughs> you call that a video yeah <laughs> so we have all our turkey content edited and produced i'm gonna put it out soon it is our style i'd say it's yeah um our turkey season was super hectic hunted a lot uh way more than i normally do and that's kind of showcased in the film uh it's just like it's just like boom 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 you know we went through three different hunters um missed shots missed opportunities a lot of stuff happening finally got it done at the end um but it like in our fashion it just was almost there but it wasn't (laughs) there you know what i mean so everything we do is half-assed is what we're saying we try to nail it but it's it's hard man we're still learning it so um we'll be putting that out soon along with a couple other videos that we have planned to do um, going to do a food plot video, kind of showcase how we are doing the food plot, kind of uh, our style where we had a lot of help. So it's basically a video to shout out the people that helped us give them support because I think that's important, man. If you have people helping you out, I feel like you need to give a solid thank you. And that's a great way to do it is to put them in a video and show your support for them. But uh, I actually like the video, turkey video. It's different than a lot of people are putting out. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's fast. Um, got one kill footage in it. Got some kill footage in it. <laughs> but uh, a lot of, it's a, it was a lot of effort, a lot of filming. Homie was in Oklahoma, so I self-filmed a lot. And anybody that turkey hunts and self-films without a blind, yeah, it's brutal. So it is what it is. Right. But we're going to produce it and send it out. Um, this year we've decided that we are going to be hunting together 90% of the time. I'd say, uh, homie, it doesn't have access to the suburban piece yet. Nope. Working on it. But, uh, so other than that, we're going to be together and then we're still going to go on public, um, when, when capable. So we, I, we've, I put some hardcore scouting in last year 
they're in shed season and I found some spots that I feel like are that I've never hunted that are really good. We need to take a trail cam back there and just let it soak all year is what mm. we need to do and then we'll know. Yeah. Um, that's something that we need to do, but we're good. I think we're going to go put some trail cams out after this season. That that will be our first deployment of trail cams. A lot of people are like, have you haven't found your buck yet, <laughs> but we had losing the lease on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, well, we kind of have a feeling idea what's at Boonertown. And that's a piece where you can't access that a lot. It's not going to work. If you keep accessing that, you're, there's just not enough ground and timber there. You're going to push stuff. Because you can't access that without bumping something. I was going to say, with all the grass there, you never know where they're bedding. being grown up, yeah. they'll be, they could be anywhere. You literally never know where they're bedding, so it's really hard to access that. So we're just now going to start putting cams up. Probably won't check them for end of July, you yeah, know what I mean? Because it's just, we lose so many bucks, and uh, with season starting October 1, you know, it's just, it's, it's not like it's September 8th or something where we can potentially kill one on a summer pattern. They're just off of it, you know? Yeah. So what, whatever they're doing, you know, tomorrow when we get a picture of a deer, yeah. it's not even going to be nowhere near what it's doing when we can start hunting. So yeah. nothing, it's just, you know, nothing to get excited about, but at least we can get some pictures and get some some content. Yeah. So... Um, we didn't talk about the last breath launch party yet, have we? Oh no, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, shout out to last breath. It was their launch party this year was epic. I don't know how many people were there. I know. Yeah, we had bets. five, six, seven hundred. It, it was be, packed, it seven, dude. Over seven. It was just that's the uh, we 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 went last year, but that it was way more packed. Uh, yeah. The upper the third roll was had people yeah. in it, which was insane. You know what I mean? So yep, blew me away that that was there. Um, just we, huge shout out to them. They gave a ton, what, twelve thousand dollars worth of gear almost. I know it was over ten. Yeah, I mean, just they gave away so much stuff, and that, what blows me away is that stuff that they could keep. Like that's from their yeah. sponsors, you know. What I mean, and they're wanting to give back so hardcore that they give it to their following, their community, and they really appreciate their local followers. So, and I talked to people. I'm, I was telling them how epic it is. And then I was like, did you enjoy the show? They're like, dude, right. that stuff was awesome. I'm like, I told you, they cr- like they physically crushed the game when it comes to filming. There's, I don't know how you can get any better. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. So so we got to, uh, we had a little extra duty put on to us. Uh, we got to video and interview some people that were coming up to the front door. And um, that was fun. Yeah. Throwing on us late. Uh, off quick off the feet, so that was pretty cool. I, I'm interested to see if that's going to come out. And uh, we had some fun. We interviewed some people we knew, some we didn't. Kind of bagged on them a little bit in our <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> style, you know, having some fun. So uh, it'd be it'd be cool to see if that comes out. But yeah, uh, all their film will be coming out right before deer season mm-hmm. when they normally release it. I'm excited to see the rest of their content. Yeah, the three that they did show was epic. Uh oh, insane. I mean that was. I so thought Tonto cool. was pretty cool. Tonto was cool too. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. They just then, was. It, was he the one that they shot seen when they shot Slick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. they're just so good at telling the story, nailing the video, nailing the kill shot, nailing the reaction. Audio's crisp, music's fire. <laughs> I mean, they just nail it, you know. And uh, we uh, we've been we're gonna work with more of them this year and uh, they're gonna help us with our video game so hopefully we can produce some better content for you guys and uh, just keep growing 
growing. We love filming. We love podcasting, but we love filming. Um, we almost get like a like amped up when we nail a shot or something, yeah. you know. So we we're filming for us to like show our kids and everything, but we're also filming for you guys, you know. It literally if. We can run a podcast and film. Anybody can do it. It's all just how much effort you want to put in. If you've seen our studio or what like our normal day-to-day lives are, you'd be like, oh, these guys are they're worse off than me. They're just a couple <laughs> normal blue-collar guys. You know what I mean? So so anybody can do it. That's what we're trying to showcase. Um, main thing, have fun, man. That's what, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Kill big bucks, have fun. So. You want to talk about what we did today for your yeah. birthday? Yeah. So um, we went to uh, my second 3D of the year, and we went to Canton and shot with Matt and Jesse from Last Breath. Um, I shot with Matt and Jesse on the 9th of June, or the 8th of June, uh, here hometown Galesburg. And I didn't shoot that good. Like, I, was, I just um, went the night before and got my – bow draw length adjusted because i switched to the thumb release so i don't have that um you know that full trigger off the wrist so i lost you know a couple inches so i went and finally got that switch because i was like well at least if i go to shoot my bow and you know i do want to practice with this thumb release because it's kind of a big change so i said at least if i do go to this shoot i do want to take my new release and um you know that's just something that's going to make me get the adjustments made to my bow instead of waiting until august and then be like oh shit i gotta i still gotta do that you know so now i just lost all summer shooting with the equipment i'm going to use during season so the night before adjusted that and you know it it threw my single pin off so i had to recite that in um friday night and then so saturday it was just kind of you know getting some reps in with the thumb release and then i've shot shot a few times since then and then today i was just i was shooting pretty good today yeah you're shooting real you know, good yeah all the way out to 45 and yeah. that that course is a longer course it's a really nice course of a lot of new new targets yeah shout out to canton man all nice mode trails newer targets um i had a blast man i shot uh i aimed i didn't move my single pin one side <laughs> and then one i have no idea so i missed two sides or two targets today i would say you had a it was a 28 yard target and he had her set it for 40 and just that was sailed. the last target yeah just sailed it i was like yep i had her set for 40 on that one boys that's what you don't do with a single pin you should have seen the look when he did though he's like what in the yeah, hell? me and homie were running neck and neck and yeah. we had a little competition going and then i shot a zero and i'm like well hang it up boys it's over yep so, so, yeah, I shot pretty good. Um, I I felt comfortable, and I think I shot the best of the day, really. Yeah. So yeah, you shot. The that's best usually the day. not the case. Usually, I'm I'm bringing up the the rear the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. But hey, every dog has their day. Luckily, yours yeah. was on your birthday. So that was yeah, right. Yeah. So that was uh, my first time shooting that course, and I really enjoyed it. They say it's usually a forty target course, um, but it was it was thirty today. So. Um, Look forward to going back there. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Real nice course. Like I said, real good tar- targets, a lot of variety, moose, rams, all kinds of stuff. So it's cool to shoot different stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, not like 30, like 37, yeah, 32. Yeah, a lot of off in between yardages. Yeah. So, so that was pretty cool. For also. people that, you know, are shooting a three or five pin, you know, it really challenges you to, to dial in about where you're going to aim on that deer that, you know, is 33 when you have a 30 yard pin. So yeah. get a little bit more familiar with your equipment. For sure. Um, I think it would be cool. 
you know, we lost the lease, so we kind of have a storyline built with a lot of bucks that we're not going to be able to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I think we should just basically run off the list of the storyline that will no longer be talked about. So M14, he died. Yep. Um, Ate with a kicker. He was on the lease. Uh, Super solid five-year-old deer, probably... He's actually a nine pointer, but we called right. him eight with a kicker because he was an eight with a kicker. Because <laughs> you the year never before. get to see it. There's only one yeah. picture that he had yeah. that you've seen. He had so, nine, but uh, he was probably 150s, I think. Yeah, um, really solid cla- class deer. Um, then we had the other buck that died on us. Um, mm-hmm. We had lopside, lopside found a shed. He's no longer going to be with us. He's on that piece. Sidekick, the gigantic buck that we were chasing last year. Um, we think that we have a picture of him on Boonertown, so maybe he's summering further north than where the lease was. Um, no, he's rutting further north. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah rutting further north. He's summering on the lease, but he's rutting further north. So potentially we might catch up to him. Uh, but we're definitely going to be there in that time frame. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, Somebody's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the Big Ten – uh, the big dark chocolate ten, the one seventy, one sixties class ten pointer. That, oh, yeah, yeah, the, okay, yeah, yep. and then the two just real nice heavy eights that had real good potential that we mm. could have killed late season. That was daylighting, um, couple different places, but we decided he was probably a high one twenties class eight, and we just said, nah, we're gonna give him a year or two. Um, a lot of small bucks. We found some sheds off some dinks that we were going to start building <laughs> right. history with that had super characteristics already. But uh, just like I said, we lost the lease, so we lost all them bucks that are going to be potentially unkillable now for us. But yeah. We have some works in the game to maybe potentially get close to the lease and hunt, but it'll never be the same. So, yeah, so the north corner stand, we talk about that's gone. The acorn stand's gone. The honey set's oh, gone. The, the free set. stand's gone. The lone oak stand's gone. The two bedding areas that were just absolute fire, gone. So, but on a benefit, we'll have three mobile cams that we can run <laughs> on uh, the north piece. So, we'll have a really good idea what's yeah. there. There's a, there's a silver lining to everything, but let's talk about the bucks that we do have the potential to kill that we know made it through the winter that are on Boonertown. So let's start with the one that we don't know. What's that? Mr. Maybe. Mr. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. So Mr. Maybe was a buck. Do you know the date on that? When I was hunting out there is in yeah, November. It was the second, second or the fourth. Yeah. One because of the other. It was right after I had, we had yeah. Hoyt. So I go out to uh, Booner town, Booner motel, whatever you want to call it. Hopefully Booner Town after we put this plot in, but yeah, it's Booner Motel, right? you don't stay wrong. <laughs> but uh, I did a pack-in hunt, big cedar tree, um, got way up in it, and uh, we had a buck there called Mr. Maybe. The reason we called him Mr. Maybe is because we didn't know either, if either of us would shoot him. Beautiful, yeah. tall, 10, mid-140s, great buck. But yeah. we were on the fence like that. We for sure thought he was a three-year-old. Right. Because we had another buck that he was cruising with that you could just tell was substantially bigger deer and uh the neighbor ended up i ended up passing him that day 40 yards quartering to um for some reason i stopped him and he was quartering to that was about my fault you know i was just in the moment trying to and i had him in frame so in my mind i'm like oh when he's in frame i'm gonna stop him so i went matt and he's quartering to at 40 and i'm like i'm not gonna do that i had to shoot him in the shoulder 
um, not a great shot. And I was like, I'll just let him keep walking. And then when I tried to stop him the second time, he was like, yeah, he was like, all right. And then he, you know, bounded off to 65 and looked back and I'm like, well, this is over. Yeah. And then walks away. So, um, I ended up passing the 40 yard shot. I probably ended up killing that deer. Um, that was before I shot freeze. Um, that was on the North piece. Wouldn't have messed with freeze. So, but the neighbor ended up hitting him in the shoulder with a shotgun. He says it's the same deer. Never got picture confirmation of the deer that he was talking about, Mm -hmm. but I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, the way it sounds is he never did find that deer, so we do not. But we never found him dead either, because we looked pretty hard yeah. on Boonertown. We never found him dead. So did he? Did he track blood on Boonertown? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I remember he called you. Uh, we let him on there to to look for the deer. You know, I mean, that's yeah. We would want somebody to let us do that, so we let him come up there, look for the deer, and um, then. That dang sound that that came through on the last episode. We got to get did that it? cord fixed. Yeah, it's if you're over there, quit fixing. Well, I know, yeah, <laughs> but um, so yeah, possibly didn't make it. I don't. I would bet that he he's dead somewhere. Yeah, I don't he's, know. He's dead. A shoulder in the a shot in the shoulder with a shotgun. I don't know. That's tough, Ooh, man. Yeah, but he said high shoulder. So, anyways, we got Nike. We know Nike's still out there. He's the. Four-year-old, we think, that's what if, what 90 if he comes, inches. Yeah, what if he comes back normal? I know. I'm going to be sad, unless he's <laughs> a giant. If he, I want him to stay like that, just get bigger. Right. He just has one, on the one side, he has a main beam that looks just like a Nike symbol, but it goes sideways. It doesn't go up at all. It just goes straight to the side. It has a legit Nike slash in it. Right. So it's, it's a swoosh, bro. Yeah, a swoosh, whatever it is. But uh, And then we got Chaos. Yep. Oh, um, but the reason we, we named that buck is because we got pictures of him, and then my kids out there. He's he was in the camera not too long before we were pulling it, and then my kids out there honking the horn on the truck while we we're pulling cams, like honk honk. I'm like, oh, that buck's gone. <laughs> but he daylighted a lot last year. We he decided did. to not really focus on that buck. Um, we thought he was a four year old, like a 130s eight heavy eight, beautiful eight, high 120s 138 pointer. Um, real long main beams. Hopefully he gets some time link this year. Yeah. I think, I think he'll hopefully throw on some length and a little bit more mass. Cause I mean, he was kind of heavy yeah, last year. He was year. pretty heavy. That's why I think he's going to hit that high one twenties, one thirty. It takes a lot to get a one thirties eight. It's, right. It, it's gotta be a legit, legit eight, but, uh, wide main beams. And then the rut from the seventh to the 15th was absolutely fire. That's when we had mm-hmm. 10 shooter class bucks right all we, well we got the there. tall the tall tight oh yeah the tall tight eight that deer might blow the, that's yeah. potential he was all over our scrapes like i bet you we got 30 40 pictures never a picture in daylight never though. a picture in daylight yeah all he made it close in the afternoon mm-hmm. a couple of times but mostly like 8 30 well we know he's kind of bedding in a weird spot in that little creek last yeah because year. he would always come yeah, a totally always, opposite yeah. way so that might be a thing like uh grant did where you run that scrape you go to a cold front and you go in there and tickle the horns right maybe coax them out of the bed um but that one stand can't be more than 150 200 yards from his uh-uh. bed so but we haven't named that deer no but yeah that's a great buck that was just one that we didn't he didn't have any mass you could tell he's three-year-old yeah and we just didn't really focus on him you know but uh if you can't tell, we're excited to get out there, hang cams, see what we got. Um, we got so much time now to make a plan on them. If they're there, they have to be daylighting for us to really go after them. So yeah. if they're there, we're just going to keep hunting and wait for the rut. You know what I mean? But um, 
the piece I picked up Urban for bucks. Everybody says there's no big bucks on it, but I know they're lying. <laughs> so, um, snaked in. Yeah, I just said snaked in. Anyways, <laughs> snaked in. Um, there is a. I found a really solid shed out there last year, way back deep. Uh, found a bunch of buck sign. Found an awesome trail coming off private. Um, no one's been back there. That shed was at least three years old, and it was right out in the open. So I know no one's going back that deep. So excited to maybe both of us to get out there and see what we can do. Um, we'll be hunting the other public just south. There's always decent bucks on there. Just got to get on them. But mm-hmm. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to get out. And- I know. Uh, what'd you say today? It's November's four month and two days yeah, away. Four months and two days, man. It's going to creep us on us fast and we're not going to be prepared, but it is what it is. You know, uh, when it, when the time comes, we'll know what we can kill and won't kill. But a lot of people are like, Oh, if you haven't found your buck yet, you yeah, know, I, I, like that's it. just not how we hunt. You know, the buck we're probably going to shoot ain't even yeah. probably on the damn property that we're on, on right yeah. now. So with the, with, whether we'd kill him in October or November, I mean, he probably still ain't yeah. there right now anyway. We got 12 stands to pull on the lease. Um, if we would have put cams out and had any pictures of bucks, we'd have just got excited to hunt them and then just okay. nothing. You right. know what I mean? So I'm glad we didn't put anything out. Probably would have had legends all over the yeah, place. Yeah, probably just giants <laughs> all over the place. Nope, can't hunt this. So yep. that was on the market for five days and sold. So tragic moment when i got the text message but it is what it is so um you want to talk about the pieces that we're maybe going to pick up you think or uh i mean we won't tell where they're at but we'll, I... we'll hand a little bit okay well we got we're trying we're thinking about maybe picking up one piece it's probably 40 something acres close to public ground um good access uh, got, I've been shed hunting on it a couple of times, never found any sheds, but great buck sign. I'm excited to see what that, that holds. Maybe, maybe not. I don't even know if the guy will lease it. I don't know. Maybe he'll just let us hunt it for free or do some work like Boonertown, but, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure on what's Is that the one there. that's in between the two public? Yeah. So yeah. it's basically just a draw, mm-hmm. heavy pinch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Excited there. And then we have another one that's close to public also. That's uh, about a 30-acre piece, really thick, old strip mine ground. Um, excited to dive in on that and maybe see what potential is there. What about that one that you walked last year? Which one? That was super thick, like in September still. I mean, just crazy thick. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought, I thought you walked it, and we were maybe going to get get on it. It was close to public. Uh that's the one I'm talking about right now. Oh, okay. yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Right poop, the poop place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We call it the poop place. Yeah, the poop farm. Gotcha. <laughs> There's a special reason we call it that, but yeah, uh, the poop farm. That's what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Okay. That's that's got like 90% potential. If we wanted it, we'd probably get it. Right. On. But there's there always comes a time where you're like, do I do I have the t- time or you know you always want more property, but with us you hunting and down by burlington boonertown urban suburban whatever it is mm. public there's you got a lot going on already, well and so. you know yeah a lot of ground's great but like i want a lot of ground just in like the one farm yeah. you know i don't want you know 12 different places over four counties yeah because then like you feel like you gotta like make a choice yeah you gotta make a choice and then you gotta run more more 
cameras, more stands. It's just, I mean, with us having two kids, money, you're talking, if we pick up another farm, you're just going to have to start spending, buying cams. Mm-hmm. And, but since we lost one, we got excess cams now. So we'll definitely know it's on Boonertown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. So we plan on running a camera at the bottom and the top of the plot. We're planning on, I'm going to put get one of those scrape fix, put on the top of the plot. Um, I think I'm going to run a cedar tree limb on that. And see what, yeah, see what, put it right out in front of the wagon. Are you going to have one on the tree we had it on last year yeah. to even get? Well, I'm just going to let that natural shape do it there. So, no, you're a cam on the, oh, yeah. On so, the, we're going to have like three kind of yeah. right there. Yeah, three okay. kind of right there. Um, I think we need one on that one to watch that pinch that, yeah, if something doesn't come to the top of the hill. Have one like on the bottom of the plot and then have one on top. Just because if something cruises through that pinch and wind checking that, because they can see that plot from that pinch. So, but I just like, you see those pictures where the buck's like out in the plot and he's turned left. He's turned, <laughs> I just want those like really solid picks to where you can really tell what you got. He's just mm-hmm. out there looking around. And uh, we're going to run all our Moultries and Exodus cams on video mode when season comes to really get. I love video mode. It's just yeah, epic, it's, man. It's pretty sweet. So excited for that. Uh, you got anything else going on that you're excited for? Uh, just, you know, putting in the, the summer work here. Uh, we, we're getting the plot in, and uh, my bow's shooting good right now. So pretty pumped about that. Yeah, I'm pretty satisfied where we're at. I've got all our stands and sticks matched up in the garage, ready to deploy. I would say I'm not pumped about pulling all these no, stands. It's, it's super hot, man. It's, it's like 90-something right now. We're in the studio yeah. just sweating. <laughs> We turned the air conditioner off for your ear quality. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we got to pull all them stands. So I'm not excited about that. Other than pulling the stands, I'm feeling really good about where we're setting at right now for the season. Yeah. I'm not sweating anything yet. No. So, bows are shooting good. We we both shot pretty good to, to, today. And uh, just excited, man. It's, a, it's getting close. We talk about deer hunting yeah, every yeah, week, you know. And it's getting closer and closer. And, uh. It's it's about time to July Fourth is like where people are like okay yeah now it's time to yeah or when that first cold front hits I bet you when the first cold front hits <laughs> the sales just go through the roof for hunting stuff <laughs> it's like no one's buying anything and then the first cold front everybody's at yep. you know Farm King or whatever buying stuff so but yeah we just want to catch you guys up we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about what we got going on um, we're gonna run a couple series um, we are we gonna run a survey about that. Just kind of see what people think, or no? I think we could we could just put out a couple questions. Yeah. Um. Not necessarily a survey, but just yeah. a couple questions. We do this podcast for you guys, so we've actually had some people DM us about coming on. But if there's a topic that you'd like us to cover or something, message in. Um. Like I said, we're going to be going over the series. We'll send out the messages there. We love when you guys comment and let us know what you want to hear because that benefits you guys. It brings value to us doing this because we're helping you guys learn or entertaining you guys one or the other so i know you didn't learn much i was i don't know how you do either (laughs) yeah i don't know you didn't learn much this episode but uh we're just we're still here we're not just thinking about legends we're thinking about what we got going on um but we still have another couple incredible legends coming down the chute Mm -hmm. so maybe a 190s with a recurve coming out soon (laughs) so we're excited about that Happy birthday, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to shotgun a beer with a veteran. Oh, yes. 
All right, we're going to get out of here. This has been the Whitetail Legacy Homie Podcast Edition (laughs) 2.0. Get out there, get prepared for season, get a cam out. Um, It's Velvet Fest for Exodus, too. So you might be seeing some Velvet Fest tags on on our our uh, exodus cams uh we got a we got a lot of velvet picks on them last year so yep get out there try to leave a legacy white to legacies out